0: Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Krohn. Timely topics poorly presented.
1: Hello and welcome to a very late edition of The Jarek Show. We've been having horrible internet connection problems for the last hour or so, uh, which is why we, one or both of us might appear heavily pixelated. Also, we're recording this a day late because Eric had to go in for some more medical treatment. Um, How are you feeling now, Eric? I'm actually
0: feeling pretty good.
1: He's feeling pretty good. So that's good to hear that Eric is doing good. And uh, that's all we wanted to get to. No need to labor the point any longer than needed. So the first story we're gonna touch on today is Kia hit with $20 million ransom attack. Uh, I'm gonna stop my camera. Uh, just because I think I'm very, very
0: blocky. But uh, Eric, what do you make of this? Yeah, so um, <laughs> this is uh, this is kind of an interesting one. Um, apparently, a lot of customers had problems, um, even to the point that they couldn't pick up the cars that they had purchased, uh, things like that. Um, now, what's interesting is uh, Bleeping Computer had the ransom screen uh, as a screenshot on there, uh, yet Kia is kind of denying that it was a ransomware attack that that caused this. Um, so it, it, it impacted internal and external systems. Um, it took care of a, a lot of issues out there, which unfortunately, I mean, for an organization, if you, uh, if you can't let your customers pick up the car they purchased, that could be kind of a, a bad thing. Uh, the part that does bother me, I think on this one is just that uh, we're getting all these conflicting reports about whether it was ransomware or not. Um, and uh, so, you know, if, if you've heard us before, one of the big things that I always preach on is um, be transparent, be truthful to people when this kind of stuff happens. Um, and that's going to build a trust that you're going to recover from it fine and keep them safe. Now, again, um, you know, one place shows a screenshot for Kia and then they're denying it. So we'll, we'll have to see what comes out in the end. But uh, it is unfortunate and it did take down an awful lot of things. And uh, just just on a side note um
1: just because like you know we often talk about adverts tracking us and who's listening to us there's this advert on the side of this screen which is talking about <laughs> 15 cybersecurity tips for small medium uh, small and medium sized businesses and uh, Eric Crone is one of the speakers on there is, is that the only reason you sent me the link to this
0: article Eric <laughs> no, no, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, it is through th- threat threat post that we'll be doing this, but no, this is just how uh, where the article came up through. so interesting, very, very interesting.
1: Mm. yeah,
0: um, yeah, that's a whole other episode is how they you know creepily track you, yeah, yeah.
1: so you know th- what this actually got me thinking about uh, a few days ago is that when ransomware hits it obviously availability is one of the first things that goes Uh, obviously if they've stolen data or or whatever the confidentiality is there as well but availability is the biggest concern and so systems become unavailable Um, but with remote working I was thinking availability might take on a different turn of events as well because people are working from their homes or wherever they might be Um, you might not be able to take down every employee in an organization because they're not all centralized using the same internet but you could take down key employees and they've got less robust measures to protect themselves they don't I mean how many people are just thinking about this today like we we were having internet uh, difficulties connecting today but um, I mean I only have the one internet connection I don't have two or three like an office would Um, so it will be interesting to see how, in the future, as more organizations adopt a, you know, even once the pandemic's over, I don't think everyone's going to be rushing back to the office and it'll be the same like 2019 all over again, but there'll be uh, an element of rotation or some people coming in and out of the office and what have you, and uh, how sort of denial, attacks, denial of service attacks work, in that regard, or, you know, just simply people not being able to join or, or what have you, it will it, be an interesting dilemma. I think that one that we will have to see how it plays out, which yeah, might not
0: play, I have no idea how, how we're going to tackle it. Well, that's an interesting point. I mean, if you could figure out where the CEO from an organization is, you know, with their IP address, where that's coming from, you could DDoS that. And basically make them ineffective, you know. And if you pick good timings when they're having, uh, you know, board meetings or you know, financial meetings, stuff like that, you could really impact just day to day with a very simple DDoS attack on a home home system. And and how how are these routers going to deal with that, you know? So that could be an interesting topic of discussion sometime. Indeed, indeed. Speaking of other interesting things, and moving away from
1: ransomware for a second or two. There is some new malware that has been found that is native to the new M1 chips on the Macs, and uh,
0: for some reason, this lovely internet you have here. (laughs) Carry on. So I was going to try to uh, to blame the pixelation of his face on a filter. Um, However, uh, yeah, no, you can see he's. We're really struggling with this today. Um, but it is interesting. And the reason I actually wanted to bring this one up is, you know, for years, folks were saying, oh, I run a Mac, I run a Mac, um, everything's safe. I don't even need endpoint protection. And I think that's still pervasive in a lot of people's minds that Macs are somehow safer than PCs. Uh, and that's changed, though. That That is not the case at all. So they're already writing stuff, targeting the new M1 stuff. Um, and And we just have to get past that mindset that Macs are not vulnerable to this kind of thing.
1: That's right. That's right. I think there's uh there's been a lot lot of um lot of behaviors that people have adopted because they assume something is less secure or um, I'm sorry, more secure than than something else and they can go about doing whatever they want or downloading stuff or or uh installing software. But um but yeah, it's it's not quite like that and th- the stuff that like something that's uh native to to the chip is uh, you know that, that that's dangerous stuff because once it gets in there then you know it's uh it's really hard to detect and and remove and and what have you
0: well and- we've seen yeah we've seen patches where we have to deal with that with a hardware issue and so they do a software patch that slows down i mean cough cough heart bleed you know stuff like that there's been some some other sorts of things out there that have uh they've done software to fix the hardware problem and yeah it ain't pretty yeah, yeah. I think
1: the, the other thing is like what what we see is like especially with Macs and the new the M1 uh, chips at the moment, uh, you have to think what who are the people that, that buy these and these are the, at the moment they're very much the early adopters to, to the Mac cycle and they're people with uh, disposable income or um, uh, who, who might have um, you know, because the, these aren't cheap machines to go out and buy on, on a whim. If you're going through a, a refresh, if you're existing devices, end of life, and you're looking for the new one, then, then that's that's one thing. But, uh, you know, so you're targeting people with a certain level of buying power uh, as well with, with something like this. Uh, there, there are actually reports of like sites, uh, holiday sites or flight booking sites. They'll actually see which browser or device you're coming from. And if you're coming from an Apple device, they'll actually bump up the price compared to if you're coming from a, a Windows and apparently you get cash back if you're
0: coming on a Chromebook. So that's where I do all of my <laughs> they actually pay you to travel if you're on a Chromebook. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. You start you start breaking it down by, oh, they're still on an iPhone 6. You know, it's it's 50% off for them. Now, you know, you say though disposable incoming stuff, but if you if you look at the people in line so often when the Mac uh, you know the Apple releases happen for the overpriced uh uh AirPods, which I am guilty of having here. Um, you know, a lot of times it's like college kids and stuff like that. I think the user student loans to bike, stuff like this. Um, but, you know, either way, if you think about it, this is probably the stuff that executives are going to be getting. Um, and then you have them working from home in a lot of cases, and now they're vulnerable to some very specific attacks. Um, it just, you know, we just cannot let our guard down um, just because we use a platform over another.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, and you're right. I think maybe disposable income was the wrong term to use. It's people who are willing to pay that much money, who've got access to credit or parents or so, some form of, of, of uh, you know, means to to pay for these things. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we're back to ransomware on this next story, aren't we?
1: We are. We are. But, you know, it's it's also one of these things that shock, shock. Um, criminals do not stick to their word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this is kind of a no-brainer, um, and it is something that uh, honestly I've been I've been mentioning on like my ransomware talks. I do a lot of ransomware talks um, because people do want to hear about it. But you know, I, I've been trying to make people understand mm. that you know, even though you pay the ransom and they say, "Oh, we did de- we destroyed the data," um, you got no way of knowing that, and they may not dump it publicly, but they're going to turn around. They're going to monetize it on the dark web gonna to try to make money off of it right they, they would be foolish to delete the data that they say they got from you um it, it just it doesn't make sense if you think about it that way so you know it kind of it's kind of a bad situation because if you know that's out there you know what do you do do you not pay just because you know they're not gonna probably not i mean if you're in the point where you're having to pay the ransom um you know you, you've had some bad things happen here now it is interesting that i saw in here couple of tricks they used i think in one they they showed um one type of data they actually showed false data and uh and now they're coming back and re-ransoming more data later sort of deal so they said they deleted this but then they come back and and re-ransom them for things um and you know it's just it's an ugly ugly world out there and ransomware is just getting more more ugly the Uh, The groups that are doing this are just, you know, brutalizing um, places of business in the middle of this thing that we're dealing with on top of things. Um, And I I just don't even know how we're going to get our our hands around this, to be honest with you.
1: Have you seen that, that movie with Michael Keaton in it about McDonald's? He plays Ray Kroc in it. I can't remember the movie's name but no. there's, there's a bit in it where he ray crock he buys the he sets up the mcdonald's franchise and he's struggling to make money even though he's he's franchised it out to a lot of people and his uh finance officer who he hires accountant he says to him you don't realize the business you're in because that's why you're not making money and he's like well what business is he goes you, you're not in the fast food industry he goes you're in the property business he goes like, let your uh, franchisees find the land, then you give them a, a loan like a like a mortgage to to pay for the land, and they pay you a franchise fee and what have you. So so you're making so you own the land, you're getting money from that, and you're getting franchise fee, and on top of that, you're selling your 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 food. Uh, he goes, that's the industry you're in. You're not really in the fast food industry. You're in the in the property industry. And, and if you look at it, McDonald's got prime real estate all over the world. And this is kind of how how ransomware has evolved as well. They they started to uh, just ransom computers like, you know, give us money. Until someone woke up one day and said, like, that's not the business we're in. We're in the data business. If we can steal the data, then that's where our real profit is. Everything else is secondary. So um, this is why, uh, to your point, it's uh, it's foolish of them to to have that that gold in their hand and then delete it just because someone's paid them. Well, they can go and resell that again two, three, four, five times, or, or re ransom them time and time again. So, um, I, I thought it was a it's an interesting trend that that's you know evolved in 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 the business of ransomware.
0: Yeah, and with the prices of ransoms this day and age, I mean it's ridiculous what they're doing. I think. Uh, last uh, last study I saw, Cove where I think it was a hundred and eleven thousand was the average ransom um, first quarter of twenty twenty. I mean, that's pretty brutal. You know, we used to see the two, three, five hundred dollar per machine ransoms, and now we're talking about hundred eleven thousand as the average ransom demand. Um, man, that's that's nothing to, to you know to joke about. It's big. It's bad. It's ugly. And uh, the more they can leverage on people, like getting this data out there the worse it is. And we see it all the time. Every week, we see more and more of these sorts of things happening. And unfortunately, you know, that's the part that makes the news really though, is that the, the information being stolen, that's what gets you on the front page um, is the data breach. Unlike Kia, but Kia was very much, uh, you know, uh, in people's faces with respect to not being able to pick up cars and stuff. Right. Um, But when we look at those things that are there on the, uh, uh, on the web every week, it's always about data always about the data it is it is so uh
1: anyway before you
0: scold me for forgetting
1: to mention it uh, follow us thegerickshow.podbean.com if you want to hear the audio version only otherwise youtube uh search for the jerek show on youtube uh you can follow us on twitter yeah. at the Jericho. show um have i missed anything eric i don't think so i think Okay. So I haven't missed anything. And with that, thank you very much for joining us. We will see you again next week. Hopefully with better internet connection. (laughs) Stay secure, my friends.